guys. Welcome back to the Banana Bus podcast. I hope everyone's having a good time. And uh, yeah, Luke, how are you doing? <laughs> that was the greatest intro so far, I think, Henry. Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, it's been a stressful day. I managed to to beach my van, if you've seen the Quest Snapchat. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I kind of went up on a high curb and didn't realise and then beached my van and then i had to get the apprentice to push the front of the van whilst i put some gra- uh, gripper boards underneath it to reverse off the safe to say my van stunk of clutch all day long um, wow clever yeah but not really your finest moment but i i woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning i think i was a bit grumpy a bit like Ugh. um that's what a weekend without paintball does to you i guess so yeah it's all the aggression yeah it is but Today we've got kind of a special guest. Now, this guest I've been trying to get on for a little while, but he's a very busy man. Um, I would say he is a big part of UK paintball. Um, he, in my opinion, one of the greatest sites. And uh, I, without further ado, it's, it's Ronnie, Ronnie Hollinson. How are you? Good. Uh, yeah, great. Thanks very much for having me on. To be honest, <laughs> I didn't know you wanted me on. If, you didn't, if I'd known earlier, I'd have, uh, I'd have signed myself up. That is fine. No worries. I mean, we've got you now, so that's that's the main important thing. Um, and what a pleasure to have you on. It's it's, it's a pleasure it's to great. You too, um, but how are you? Are you good? Yeah, good. Yeah. I mean, um, we've got. Yeah, it's quite. It's the start of the season. Sun's out, so uh, I think I think it's been a bit of a quiet start of the year, probably. But I think uh, now is when paintball gets going, isn't it? Yeah, it's um. Oh yeah, it's fully kicking off. Yeah, it's like my my weekends are slowly creeping towards me with all the all the bookings I've got and stuff like that, and it's like uh, trying to find time for the wife now. <laughs> it's getting a bit mental. <laughs> is she pleased that you leave her, or is she um? Um, to to be honest, I've kind of got a golden one. She's um, she's she is good in that in that sense. Um, she kind of probably likes it when i leave the house to be honest because i am a nightmare i am i would say i've got undiagnosed adhd um where if i don't play paintball i'm thinking about paintball i'm running around the house like a lunatic because i've got too much energy um so yeah when i do disappear she's probably happy (laughs) good that's good no i think that's a good thing because i think every man needs their hobby Yes. I was saying before we, before we came on, we were chatting about this, and I think it, I think every person, or so person, man, woman, needs they need these boxes ticked of exercise outdoors, like-minded people, and uh, just being outside and exercise with people that you know like-minded people. I think the social side of exercise as well as doing something painful is exercise and it's social. I think yeah. it, for mental health, it's a it's a huge huge thing. It doesn't have to be painful, but I think. Anything that ticks those boxes, whether that's a strong community as well, that's really important. Yeah, definitely. I think um, paintballs, without a doubt, without with all the sports I've done in my life, paintballs got the most close knit community. I think because it's a smaller community, um, everyone kind of knows everyone. Um, and if you don't know someone, you know someone who knows them. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be introduced. Yeah. It's definitely like yeah. a type of person. Like people that are happy to wake up in the morning, drive stupid amounts and kind of chew each other. It's a bit it br- brings in a breed. Like, I think you're right, anything with barriers to entry where there's like because obviously it hurts getting shot. And you've got to be a certain type of person to do that. And I think it narrows the type of person down that plays playing ball. 
So you tend to find they just a really good, strong group of people. Yeah. And I definitely think it's by far it's one of the easiest communities to work in. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, everyone's friendly. I, obviously, you get your, your people that aren't too friendly, but you get that wherever. But it's, it's so... Think it's too bad. It's quite a low number of people. Yeah, all. I was going to say, there's there's such a low number of people within that. Like, you go to any other sport in, in this country and the communities aren't as close-knit, I don't think. No, no. Yeah, we need to grow the community. That's the only downside. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need more growth. That, that, is a, that is something that is a concern. I think the grassroots of paintball, there's not there's not many paintball sites now that do A68 cal. I mean, yeah. a lot of them got 50 cal. And there's not many walk-ons on. So I do worry that we are going to see a reduction in player numbers in the next few years, I think, coming through. We need more of a, a bigger... It's a pyramid. The bottom of the pyramid needs expanding. And that is, that is a big bit of a concern, I think. Well, I, th- I think you're one of the... You know, you're on the forefront of doing that. Like, um, I, I, I speak to Alan quite a lot yeah, um, this, from Mayhem yeah. Tigers. And and he says that you've got kind of like this bucket system where you... It's, it's like trying to keep the water in the bucket and you've got holes in the bucket and you're trying to plug them. Um, he'd do a great... No, he's right, yeah, actually. He... I think you're right. I mean, you've got to... With people, you... Um, people are going to progress up to competition CPPS. You've got to expect that. But as they go up the tree, they are, they, you know, the pyramid, they do like funnel out and you lose people. I think when we were kids, there was, there was myself, Alan, there's there quite a few of us started playing paintball together. And the more competitive got, the, the numbers dropped. And then there was only probably a few of us, two or three of us left by the yeah. time we got into the Tigers. Obviously, we found some new people on the way. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it gets more competitive, more serious, I think. That's why I think walk-ons and big games are good as well, because when it's um, – the more elitist you make, like when it's five-man, then you have to have the five best players. When it's ten-man um, or a big game, it doesn't matter if you have some weaker players. They can contribute in other ways, but um, but that's – You need to have ten really... friends, so uh, just kind of yeah, get well, anybody, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I but I think that's one of the reasons paintball got big um, years ago because when it was like 10 or 15 or 20 man or whatever it was at the time, anyone down the pub was just dragged out to make numbers up. And <laughs> yeah. now, now it's just like one of five. Before it didn't really matter. Just anyone. See, now all I can picture is Alan with his serious face going into the pub and he goes, right, you, 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 get here. Come on. Dragging you out. Like they've still got their pints in hands. And he just like gives them a, a gun and he goes, right, shoot in that direction and just have a laugh. I, I literally did this the other week. I had It was student cup and we were down down a person. And it was me and my mate literally in the pub, like calling all our friends being like, what are you doing tomorrow? It's like 10 o'clock at night. And eventually <laughs> one guy one guy failed. He was like, yeah, I'll come. Never played paint before. And yeah, I wish it was I wish it was like that. That sounds like, sounds like a lot of fun. How competitive student cup? I mean, how how many teams are there these days? I mean, the, to be fair, it wasn't that many this year. It was only like nine. It wasn't it's a great game, turnout. Yeah, like Pretty there were some new. The good thing is there are some new teams that have come in. So like there used to be like a couple of unis that used to have like a couple of teams, and then this year was uh, some of the older teams like UE just didn't bring as many, and then like Loughborough and oh, who else? Loughborough and Southampton brought two strong teams, but yeah, still a thing. Which is nice, nice for people, you know. No, that's yeah. good. It's good. I mean, uh, where is that held at CPPS? Yeah, that's CPPS. Yeah. Now I remember, I remember years ago, like Chris Morton used to be heavily involved in it. Yeah, he's, he's Chris still does quite a lot. He came up with his uh, his shop, Super Fives. That's good. So that's really handy. But yeah, it's thriving. 
I can't imagine Chris is a student now. <laughs> like, he'd be the polar opposite to you as a student. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, the one thing we we didn't sort of touch on actually, Ronnie, is who are you to the uh, to the? Because we know who you are, but who to the listeners? Who are you? What what do you do? With wow, that's, um, I suppose. Well, so basically, I grew up my whole life been pretty much painful. So in 1987, um, my dad. Went, had been paintballing and we had a small farm and it wasn't big enough to farm so he um so there's like set european set side scheme uh, so he diversified did paintball on the side and it just grew and then uh, me and my cousin tom we used to play paintball and then we started playing for tigers um and then we were like second third team and then the tiger first team all left and then we were left but to be fair, we were pretty good by that. We, we were right by that stage. So um, we started doing quite well and then brought the Tigers back on the map. And we are pretty competitive. They made good rivalry with Nexus at the time, Shockwave. And then, um, then over the years, which just, I suppose, main big game. Um, yeah, probably a lot of stuff able fields when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this like, a few years ago, we had a high ball field. Yeah. Um, I mean, Problem is, I mean, um, Bricky Wood going probably a bit of a shame because obviously you had a lot of South Air teams down there, and there's nothing really particularly down south anymore. I think that's why it's sort of shift probably to classics, quite south heavy, isn't it? And CPPS is more Midlands based. Northern, so, sort of, yeah, yeah. We used to be a lot of the top teams were southern based, but it's kind yeah, of yeah. I I heard about this was like yeah. a the south was kind of like a mecca for. It for was, UK yeah. paintball, um, and it's kind of moved up to the Midlands now because of, yeah. I guess, CPPS. Um, and I know um, there there is a site down in Southampton that's got a sub airfield, but it's nowhere near big enough to. Um, it's not a current layout, and it's not big enough to sort of host a lot. If you know what I mean. Well, you um, need a lot. I mean, there was, I mean, round this way, there was Dart, uh, Dave Stewart had Dartwood Sevens. There was quite a few places, but they've kind of all just uh, whittled away. And um, there was also Temple um, uh, down in uh, Godston as well. But you need quite a lot of flat land. Yeah. And you need to be able to rotate the land. And I mean, uh, there was also, there was a couple of, I think there's a couple of places with Astro, but they um, would. But I think the financially vi- it wasn't just financially viable and they went out of business. So, um, which is which is sad because I mean obviously I live in the south. I'd love to see a field. Yeah. Um, it's a shame there's not, It's a shame there's not a southern and a proper northern like version of CP. But I think we'll see more paintball. But at the same time, <laughs> though, at the same time though, I, I also think the classic format, ten man classic, is a great way of running paintball. So I think it's more inclusive. I think you see um, it's more. There's more there's more skills involved. I would say in ten man you can you don't have to necessarily be good on your gun or an athlete. You can it's the, more of a game of chess, and there's yeah. more there's more communication side to it. More there's more other sides to it, and um, skills. And so I don't know whether maybe the South will grow uh, that way. Um, who knows? We we'll see. No, it's good. Um, and you you I do you run you run mayhem don't you you run mayhem paintball yes. Yeah, so, um, and where's that base? That's Essex? Uh, yeah, so we're just on the edge of London, Essex. 
So nice. Essex. <laughs> every, every, like, every time I hear Essex, I just do not associate paintball anywhere near Essex. Like, <laughs> um, and Mayhem, like I said, in, in, in my opinion, is one of the best sites in the UK. Um, I've loved Mayhem Big Game ever since I was a, like the first time I ever went, um, which is a, a guy, uh, Uncle Bob, as we all call him. Yeah, the, yeah. Devils. Um, we did touch on him before we we joined yeah, the show, but um, he, uh, I, I sort of, I always thank that guy for getting me involved in paintball and mayhem paintball. You know, it was very inclusive. It was a great venue, and I had a great time and experience. And it, it always, you know, mayhem's always in the in my heart for like. I always want to go to Mayhem. That's the one big game that I have to do every year. Um, I was gutted last year that I couldn't go, but I was abroad. Um, so this year I'm making sure that I am here and I'm turning up and I'm going to bring my big banana again. Big banana? <laughs> yeah. It's, what, is it a banana suit? No, it's it's um, a big inflatable banana. And oh, cute. Not oh, yeah, last year. Patches. Felix yeah. patches last time as well. Yeah, I did. Um, and then the it was the, the year before, I got loads of people to sign it. I was asking people to come around and sign it. And if you signed it, you got like a load of stickers. Um, and then I had a, a load of patches, which I should have some more for Mayhem. And I will bring the banana and get more people to sign it. And I might even tie it to my back and play in the big game with it um, <laughs> as a bit of a laugh. I think a hype ball. I think a hype ball. I think you should do a bit of uh, Fight Club on the uh, Saturday on the banana. Thanks, Gene. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would, um, again, I would love to, but unfortunately, I am at CPPS this weekend. Oh, um, no, no, not this weekend. On the big game weekend. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So on the on the big game now, we have, we have like, uh, we do a bit of Fight Club on Saturday. We have hype ball, the hype ball field running Friday and Saturday. And um, yeah, so there's like 10 man games running on there. So you do loads of like other mini games as well. I heard there's like a night yeah. game and stuff. Uh, well, that is a rumor. I mean, so rumor. this one so, <laughs> was last year was uh, there was a little bit of a disturbance, let's say, from uh, all the gel blasters that BZ had sold had sold down there down the campsite. <laughs> so I went down there. There's quite there's a few angry people. So I was like, like guys, why don't you play the campsite? Why don't you go on the stuff airfield? I'll put the floodlights on for you. And they're like, oh great. So they all went off there. So I think this year we're going to do like a gel blaster game. BZ might. Oh, no. I'll, I'll palm so it off to them. But it's probably going to end up me sorting it out. But um, And then they might do a night game on the um, on the floodlit field in the town as well with the glow-in-the-dark paint. But um, oh, that, is, yeah. that is a rumour. So there was, a strong rumour coming out of your mouth. But... Well, I, wanna, I, I think it'd be really cool because just, just Paint have got a quiz on and they've also got um, and a film night. So I'm trying to create get the traders to do do something. So one, it promotes the game, but also it promotes them and brings people up to the trade area, either to chill out or have a drink or just just so they're not at all the campsite. Just create a bit more atmosphere. Um, yeah. I, was really, I mean, the gel blaster game. I think if it's everyone's know that they'll be mad. I mean, last year there's people just covered in little, little, tiny little welts, please <laughs> please for themselves. Um, <laughs> I mean. I mean, they've been playing paintball all weekend, but they just can't stop. Um, and then, um, so, so that, that was quite cool. Um, and then, I mean, it's definitely better on the supper field than it was around the campsite, I've got to say. 
I can imagine. Um, I can. What campsite was it? The bottom or the top? Uh, it was the bottom one. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, that's fair. You could argue then that, but I would say technically, we've also got an indoor playing field now as well. So, um, are the um, not for paintball for like airsoft. So they could they could also play in there as well. Where whereabouts is that? Which which part? um it's you, I don't know if you know it's the it's the in well just used as a kitting up area some years, you used to walk through it. Um Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but um, so that's actually it's like a kill house now. So we do a lot of CQBS off in there as well. See, so we used to um we used to play manhunt in there. Um I don't know if I should be telling you this really. No, no, go um, for it, go for it. I mean we, it's not like it's um gonna get you any trouble at all because you're <laughs> I'm going to be banned from Mayhem now. Um, well, if, so, if, we let Bob back. <laughs> yeah, if we let him back, then I should be allowed, at least allowed back. Um, yeah, we used to play Manhunt in there. Um, the times that I've been, we we were doing that. And I, I think it got to the point where we were actually running into things because it was all dark and we were like, uh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Um, and then what we decided is we decided, this was when you had the hyperball field. So not last year, year before. Um, yeah, that we would get a powerful torch and there would be everyone would start at one end and there'd be one guy with a torch at the other end and he would count down to 10 and you had to literally scatter along the hyperball field and then he would just turn his torch and whoever he saw that was it you're out that's i know it's very hard to ref um you had to be kind of true to your you had to be a gentleman of it and sort of just and the whole aim of it was just to get up to sort of tap him on the back and say i'm here sort of thing uh it was it was just like trying to find you know you've had a few bevs um and doing something in the evening that just before you went to bed you think love that, it that bob like cider, is that because of bob cider so people don't know this but bob yeah. brings his own made cider and there has been a few incidents of people um let's say it hasn't affected them very well it's just <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it is to do with bob scrumpy um Post that's, that stuff is incredibly strong and i really hope he brings it again this year if he you know hopefully he does attend i do miss well, that guy on that note so um what we're gonna what i want to do is bring back this thing called like sorry, not bring back but missing legends so people that contribute to paintball that we have not seen in a year or two or a while, but like Bob. I mean, Bob, technically, Bob doesn't really play, but he contributes in personality. So, um, so I've started the thing of we're going to do like ten tickets for free for people that we haven't seen in ages, and we'll we'll put up on Facebook, and people can just you know nominate people. So I've also I've so far Joe Freeborn. I don't know if you know Joe. Uh, he no. works at Delta Force Southampton. But he brings a lot of people into paintball, so he's on my list uh, and. Bob Rutherford, because again, he's brought loads of people into paintball. He's a character. I mean, everyone loves Bob. Um, and, but I said this to Bob, and Bob's like, Look, I'll only take the ticket if you can let me buy a ticket for someone who can't afford to go. Because <laughs> that's kind of guy. That, oh, that's nice. Bob's you know, isn't it? So yeah, I said, yeah. I passing on the favour. Yeah, so I said, No problem, we'll match that. So if we got like two people, like disadvantaged or young kids that, you know, play paintball, whatever's happened. Then there's two tickets there. Um, I've obviously name dropped Bob now, so he's got to go with this. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's so then so yeah, so that'd be pretty cool as well. If I mean, obviously Bob's in charge of finding two two kids, so I'm a bit concerned about that. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh... <laughs> not that he's untrustworthy in that sense, but it might be that they might have alcohol issues. <laughs> yeah, there was um, the first time I ever come to Mayhem again. Like I said, because of Bob, he there was I think there was like thirty four of us. Yeah, it was a big oh crowd. There was you didn't awesome. get up in time, did you? No, we didn't. But then, then again, we did turn up at like midday and pushed everyone back. It was like it, all it, of us. Yeah, just... okay, okay. It was it was like some kind of one of those medieval battles when you turn <laughs> up and everyone's depleted, and then you kind of wade in and take the glory. Yeah, we took yeah. the glory, and then we sort of walked back, and we were like, "Should we go back out again?" Yeah, why not? <laughs> and then Bob was like, "I think Bob had got to the point where he's like." Yeah, I'm kind of on cider now. Um, and he literally <laughs> he just handed us his minutes. gun. Yeah. He like sort of walks up, but the problem with the thing with Bob is he will just run. He will he, that that 10 minute stint, he will just run as far as he can. And you're like, for Christ's sake, Bob, we kind of had a plan. And you've just blown it. Like we were gonna push there, we were gonna push there, and you've just gone straight through the middle, and now we've all got to follow you up, getting absolutely torched by everyone. And but you're always laughing, and that's the thing. And it, yeah, that's important though, isn't it? I think that's yeah. that when you're giggling and you're having a laugh about it. Because the other thing, painful. When you, the more competitive it gets, the more serious it gets. And sometimes it's good just to have a little bit of fun and nothing, not serious. There's no pressure on winning or losing. Because um, because as as you get better and better and better, or whatever, as you want to get better, you, it becomes about winning and losing, and not about enjoying yourself. I think sometimes too much. Yeah, and you again, you know that. In my eyes, if if it becomes like like that, then it becomes a chore. Yeah, it becomes more not, like uh, when yeah. I used to play. Sometimes it become more. It was more work than work. <laughs> it used to feel like <laughs> you go to work to take a break, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, you go to work. <laughs> less pressure. Yeah. Um. So obviously, we've sort of touched on that. And that's that's going to be mayhem big game twenty twenty three. Um, that's twenty sixth. Of August the twenty. Actually, let me just check. That. It's get, it's the August, August bank holiday, isn't it? It is the August bank holiday. Just quickly. Henry, are you going to be there this year? I should be there. I should be there. I should no, be no, square. No, 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 no. There wasn't no should. Henry, Henry's going to be there. there. Uh, we'll be there. He's like, he's like, a, he's like one of my adopted uh, family now. <laughs> yeah, I saw him there the whole um, time. I saw him up there at the weekend, um, putting in the putting in a shift. Yeah, I mean, I was fixing my gun half the time, but well, not fixing it and an- analyzing the damage. But that's a story yeah, for another time. Do that when you're not playing, isn't it? We've all been we've all been somewhere, and so uh, I, I saw this gun, and um, when I played with it in the UK, it worked. But as soon as I went abroad to play a competition, it never worked. <laughs> oh, no, really? <laughs> so annoying. It's been the whole time the angel stand. Whenever I went abroad, the training fine. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> you know, it's like bending it somewhere and she couldn't handle the weather or something. But we had the end of Intimidators once. We were sponsored with Intimidators with the new... To be honest, we had, we had shockers. Then they're, they're splitting the team. And then they, the people that left decided that we should have Intimidators. Me and Tom were against Intimidators because we loved our shockers. And then we got Intimidators with the new Bob Long Intimidators at the time, the newer version. And they basically, on a cold day, it just wouldn't work. So you could give them about 150 feet per second. So we never ever used them. <laughs> Thanks. So yeah. yeah, you see the works. But that's the thing, actually. When people buy stuff, I'm always just like, just buy clips, just because you know it's going to work. Yeah. Because if you have a gun that doesn't work, your retention rate is just good paint, good equipment, 
good fields are just and good refing are just essential for making painful good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we on Stoke Quest shoot Eclipse. Um, you know, I know they've um, done it out there, but I mean, I'm just saying. That yeah, you know, there's you know, there's yeah. other brands it's available, but we're going to say Eclipse, Eclipse always works. You know. Well, I mean, yeah. if, if we're going back I'm to it, technically, I'm technically I should be an Eclipse hater because Leds was always a rival. But you got to hand it. The gun's just, it just works. You pick it up and you can just feel it's well made. And you never have to fix it. If you sell a gun, you don't see it again because it just doesn't break. No. Yeah. No, they last. They, the money's worth. But as I say, this weekend, I've, I didn't touch my the internals of my gun since October when that was a really wet round. And I took my, this, my regulator out and it was genuinely corroded. Like I've got a picture of a phone. It was all rusty. It was <laughs> fucked. And it still worked. So. And then I took it apart and it stopped working, so I should have just left it. Yeah, that's always yeah. a um, that's always a thing. Once I took my uh, when I did the shock, I took it to the uh, smart parts tech, and um, and he said, "Have you cleaned the eyes?" And I was like, "What?" I had this gun for probably about eighteen months. I mean, I played a lot as well. It was it probably had an average of two days a week use at least, maybe three. Anyway, and he, and he took the eyes off, and this gunk about, about this long comes out. It was, <laughs> it was black to clear fade. And I was like, wow. And then it worked. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <No way. laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't say anything sort of bad about um, Eclipse. I mean, that, that round was wet last round. Yeah. And the CBPS. I mean, I dove into the snake, and I was underwater. And my LV was underwater, and it just flawless the whole day i can't um you know so shout out to eclipse i mean we've had leds on the show before and that guy's just insane and and you know all, all the guys at eclipse are insane um so even stony yeah stony sort of threw some shade at me this weekend um from the booth he was up in the ivory tower of cpps and he's throwing shade at me um but we'll let him off because it's stony. Hopefully we get to shoot him this weekend, so that'd be good. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, back to you, Ronnie, really, basically, sort of, let's sort of, how did uh, Mayhem Big Game sort of come about, really? Um, well, basically, we thought, there's, uh, there's something I thought we should do, and then um, I didn't realise how much work it'd be. And then, so there was a, <laughs> there was a, Tim Barnett at the time was doing loads of games, and, and he said something about doing one. I was like, okay, let's do it. And then, um, so we did one, and then we just, every year it kind of grew. Um, and then it became from a one-day game to a two-day game to a three-day game. And then, but the thing is, but people arrive on like the Wednesday, and they leave, sometimes they leave on the Tuesday. So some people are there for like almost a week. That's mad. That's crazy. You can't believe. Um, and also the things we don't charge for camping. We've debated that quite a few times over the years. But... Um, so we, well, I don't think we'll ever charge for kids and family. We want people to, you know, want to make a community game um, because I think it's good to have a like paint social. Everyone can come and just chill out and it's like a weekend away. So, yeah. And it is and normally, most of the time, the weather's pretty good in the end of August anyway. Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's usually, it's, um, I only remember one time where it was very wet. Um, there was one year where it rained a lot, yeah. That was, uh, that was and that, but then it was still it was still a good 
event. Like it was still yeah. without. I think the atmosphere was right. It was, it was still good. I mean, normally yeah. the atmosphere is pretty good as well. I mean, it's pretty relaxed. It's pretty relaxed atmosphere as well. There's, it'd be nice to see some new faces. We need to this year bring more people into paintball. Um, I mean, I try and encourage sites to run more walk-ons and um, and also we get because it was good when there was a run of there was Paint Fest, North vs South, Main Big Game, the Bullswood had a game. There was quite a few games, and I think. When you when you run people go from game to game to game they drag friends along and and you've obviously walk on and there's there's a bigger player base but I think the yeah. player base is shrinking down down low I mean I think CPPS is probably doing well but below it right at the bottom run there's I think there's not so many walk-ons I don't think campaign run a walk-on anymore I think there's only two walk-ons maybe around London these days no really. I think so. I mean, I think I can only think of um, I think Driver would sometimes run one, and then you've got Mayhem walk on. Then you've got uh, maybe Combat Paintball up in Thetford. That's Norfolk way. Yeah. Okay. Does does Rusty run one down in? Um... No, Rusty. No. I don't think Rusty does anymore. Um, which again, that's a site that I I started playing at. You know, um, I think that was a lot to do with with Bob again. Um, of course, he plays. Yeah, Bob kind of we found out about about that site just by Facebook. It was just like we, we were looking around and we found that site. But again, Bob literally welcomed us in and within ten minutes of playing he was like, Do you wanna join the Dorset Devils? Mm. And it, it was like a it was just a community. That was the thing. It was just we thought he was the bee's knees. We were like, Brilliant, we've never you, you know this is wicked, and that's how we found Mayhem Big Game. Um, we need more bobs. Yeah, we do. We need more bobs. I think this is going to be the bob show, isn't it, really? Um, no, but yeah, it's bobs getting name dropped. Joe Freeborn thinks a bit like that as well. And there's, there's other people around the site, around the country, that do that. And so they need a bit of credit. And they do bring people into paintball by just um, talking to them. But I think also that some smaller sites in, in the past that have gone now were pretty good at bringing people in because they're smaller, more intimate. Like, um, so they, there's more interactions with customers, uh, yeah. and probably probably did more. Like Warren Wood always seemed to bring loads of players in, and then there was one in what's the one in Cambridge? Uh, I think what it's called now. There's one in Apocalypse. Oh I yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many regular players. You had. Um, you, Apocalypse, the, their, t- their team, and their Universal Exports. There are loads of players. I don't know if they, I don't know if they still have a walk on. Not sure. What would you say then to players that are listening to this to sort of try to? What What would your answer be to to try to grow the player base? Really, I know it's not a straightforward answer, but yeah, no, I think I think I think if we could, let's be honest, if we all brought a friend along. Um, every now and then to play paintball, then suddenly you would grow paintball. I think that the trick is, I think you need to, people need to play, find their feet. So I think go to a good site that does rental days. I think people then from there walk on days and work their way up and not just be overwhelmed. I think if you stick someone on a sup airball field, then you freak them out. On that note, so Brooklyn Beckham, once upon a time, was went to school with a, uh, with some kids that were playing on a team around London way. Anyway, so one of them said, look, he wants a gun. So I sorted him out a paintball gun. He came in and got a paintball gun. 
and um, and I said to them that whatever you do, don't throw him straight on a painful field, uh, stuff airball field, because he's just gonna freak out and it's gonna be loads of paint coming towards him. It's gonna be too much, especially yeah. uncapped probably. They're not 15 balls second. So I said to him, just like why don't you just do, just have a couple of games on bigger fields and ease him into it. So I was thinking, if you get him to play, then you probably get David to play because they had they were they were already playing on their land anyway. But I think they just threw him in the deep end and then he never played again. Oh, I'm so I know oh, I'm gutted. I was so gutted. Like, I did everything. I was like, look, just uh, so I, I didn't want to like step on their toes, but at the same time, I was like, look, just come down and we can do this this way or blah yeah. blah. But whatever you do, don't do this. And then they went and did it, and then that was it. And uh, so you had um, because I know you do bring in quite a lot of people at your site anyway. Yeah, I guess that's because of the area as well. Um, do you yeah, have quite I mean, a lot of celebrities? Uh, yeah, I mean, Anthony Joshua used to play paintball loads. Really? Yeah, so he, um, yeah, uh, he uh, he hasn't been a while because he got fa- really famous. But even when he was famous, <laughs> because he's come down with a guy called Leon Skinner, and and Leon um, had like a, he it was like an adult youth, like loads of his mates. He like he just involved social social events, um, and he was one of one of one of the guys uh, used to come with him. So I'd always, so I kind of always knew him because he was coming. He'd come down. They come down so many times. Uh, and then one day, Auntie Joshua said hello to me, and I was like, "All right." And then I walked around the corner, and I was like, "That's Auntie Joshua's." And I've just, and I've kind of known him, or spoken to him over the years for those times I even twigged. And then oh. one, one time, I walked past Westlife, right? So first off, Westlife. Um, we're, playing, we're playing paintball. This play come, this come down there quite a bit, um, a few times, and um, and I walked past him, I didn't realise, and then someone was like, "You didn't realise that's Westlife." <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> never seen there chatting, um, and yeah, so quite often they don't you don't really recognise, and there's quite there's loads. I mean, it, to be fair, campaign loads of pants size are quite a lot of famous people, but um, that's crazy. Yeah. But, that's but crazy. So, so most of the time you don't realise um, people are pretty just out of their mates and don't really want too much attention. No, it's cool. yeah, it's like so everyone knows like people's a good day out. Like it's not <laughs> it's not that pay, people don't see people. Like it doesn't get exposed, but it's just keeping people in like the the proper. I, I think if it was done well, it would be bigger. Hmm. Uh, and I mean, like I think it's, I think if you use a good paintball for a start, so it don't give people massive bruises, and you do a certain level of tick a few boxes. I mean, good fields. I mean, and and certain stuff. I think paint would be a lot bit would be bigger. But I think people aren't as tough as they used to be as well. So I think kids. We used to have like so many kids play paintball regularly all the time. Like, um, like they'd have their own guns, and they they would just be coming every holiday. See them so many times. Now, don't you don't see see many regular people play paintball? I wouldn't say. Like, as in you, you got one or the other. They're on either on walk on days, or playing tournament paintball, or they might play a couple of times a year. But I think I don't know. I think people just change quite a lot. I think airsoft's taken a lot of paint. People would play paintball away. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, no shade thrown into the airsoft community, but no, no, I don't. I don't think that. I don't think it's a bad thing. Uh, sorry, I don't think airsoft's a bad thing. I think that. No. I think it's just more. It doesn't hurt like paintball. It's cheap, but I don't think. It, I don't think the price difference is that huge. I think it's more perception. Yeah, I was um, sort of. It was quite funny. I was, so our local college. Um, closed down and then they built a new one but the old college building is being used as an airsoft site so we've got an airsoft site 
straight in the middle of our local town. Um, and I got invited to go and play. I haven't been because the guy kind of cringed me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was telling me sort of the prices and I was thinking, well, I heard it was meant to be a lot cheaper than paintball, but the prices you're telling me, there's not a considerable amount in it. No, I think if you play a walk-on day, it's like 55 quid or 50 quid or something, a box of paint. It's pretty, it's not too far comparable price, really. No. And I would say paintball's a better experience in the sense stuff's, it's more visual stuff's flying towards you. With airsoft, they don't, I don't know how the value of getting shots too much because they yeah. respawn all the time. If you watch someone play paintball, they, they, they're entire. They don't want to get shot. The, the, the value of life is a lot higher. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's different. I think if we had like hyperball, for example, and, and classic, and that was more people's experience of paintball, I think you had like that. I think you'd see a bigger growth of, of paintball. And you, and you, you have brought back the hyperball field. Yeah, I'm not just saying because of that. I just think that like no, 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 no. But like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think see with ten man, uh, the reason is you kept what with paintball was when you going five man, you lost the bigger guys, and the bigger back player used to a lot of the time they had a lot of money and they paid for other people to play. I've and, heard this before. Yeah, and I think that what that's why found America was they they got rid of the, the put a lot of the people a lot of people with the money who were so you know with. If you get if you bring them back, if you lost twenty or thirty percent of your player base just through athleticism, then you know that is a bit of an issue. I think seven man, ten man, you get away with more body types. This is how like rugby, like rugby's obviously a very okay. athletic sport, but like because there's such a big oh, yeah. team, different jobs, like you need these bigger people, like anyone can play it. And scrum half's a little guy. Yeah. You could be there's a, there's a, there's a, wasn't there five foot three, wasn't there five foot three scrum half at the World Cup? Yeah. yeah, it's like in contact sports, professional contact sports, you just don't really see that unless it's yeah, like boxing you... classes or whatever. But no, but again, that's the thing rugby catered for every single type of body. I mean, it was just such a well thought out sport when you come back to when you think about it. Yeah. It's I guess crazy. That, that's what that's what 10 man gives us, you know. The yeah, area. I mean, I'm, sorry, I'm, not, I'm not against I'm not against five man or, or, the, or, the, or the current format. I just think that I think that you know, if you could have more of like if you like it was Formula One, you'd have CBPS as your Formula One. If you had more ways up to it and more player base, I think you'd see people have more variety. I think they would. I think you'd see a bigger sport. No, that's cool. I like I like that way because a lot of, you ask a lot of people these these sort of questions, and everyone just sort of beats around the bush. They don't want to sort of, you know, they they're happy to sort of say grow paintball, but they don't actually know how to or have an answer to anything they just kind of well i think, I think we need to this can sound a bit um when i sound like a, uh, a <laughs> but i think um i think with media as well we have in paper we need to do like our social media if you look at um our social media and our videos etc it's a little bit and i don't mean this in a, disrespectfully it's normally a team is doing it to promote their team and or someone's doing to promote an individual a site or or their business i think we need really to have um media that's just like promoting paintball so cut out the adverts cut out just be straight and smack action straight away trying to three three to five seconds of catching someone's attention if we all just focused on that then paintball would across the board get bigger and everyone would benefit 
um, rather than um, like, and I'm not saying don't have your logos or stuff in it, but if we just had, we need to be more action packed and say, this is paintball and this isn't airsoft or this isn't this. We are selling something that's a high adrenaline, intense experience and show that a bit better. I was watching a video earlier on, Jim McGowan, I think did it at CPPS. About oh, yeah. it's, it's a brilliant video, but I thought we're, we're dealing with a mass public who, well, on Facebook and social media now, you've got, what, a fraction of a second to get someone's attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you, so really, we need to be straight away, it's got to hit you in the face with, I want to do this, then the story afterwards. I'm just thinking, like, you know, as good as the video is, you're just not going to get people's attention unless we, um, we just do it the other way around. So do you think this I, is something that you could do at your site? Instead of like, uh, me personally, I'm terrible with anything that involves anything artistic or videography or anything like that. But do you but think yeah, you could get someone down to do it for your site? Um, to be honest, the problem is everyone I ask to do a video, I don't think people quite get the concept of what I'm asking a lot of the time, and I don't know how exactly to do it because you see some really good videos, but I think we just need to just cut out all the waffle and just be straight to the point of someone, you know, like someone snaps you, so you can see the ball hit straight away. So you need to catch someone's attention straight away. I think if we could do that, we could, whilst with Airsoft, um, I think they have like, it's a bit more story-based, if that makes sense, it's quite long-winded. Yeah, yeah, it's like a- But they um, put massive disc cheater or blah, 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 or they superimpose a little crosshair to pretend they've shot everyone. Um, whilst whilst in Playboy, it's more visual anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know what you're on about because you go, you watch, um, you go on YouTube and you can type in like airsoft cheater. Oh, but that's, that's so exactly, entertaining. And so yeah. good. But that's the that's thing. That's so exactly, They're so entertaining, and that's the thing. I don't think I know. Um, I know Barker does yeah. their thing. Um, He's done. He I, does really well out of it. Yeah. And uh, Hidden Hedgehog used to do. Uh, yeah, Hidden do, Hedgehog. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time is though that I think we're, I think we feel like we're all. I describe it. That's it. The thing about sensationalising like that, I think we've got too much respect for paintball to put cheat to this and cheat to that. And I think that's so we don't sensationalise in that respect. We don't want to disrespect paintball. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so I think that I like that side of paintball. The fact that the community cares about it, so we don't just go and you know blast do, someone and yeah, but not never go cheater here, cheater there with his yeah. cheating or like, that's what happens in. Um, Airsoft coffin, isn't it? <laughs> we need more Nothing clickbaity really titles. Oh my god. Yeah. Guy can't handle a headshot. It's like yeah. <laughs> wear, 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 wear a mask. <laughs> Don't wear a pair of sunglasses and you get shot in the face and moan about it. I uh yeah, I do like that whole sort of approach to airsoft. It's no headshots or like some certain sites will be like no headshots and it's like I don't really think that's oh, I don't get like it's like a gentleman's yeah, I agreement. It. I don't get it. Like yeah. it's like oh someone shot me in the head. It's like it's like I'm I'm not fucking aiming. Like I'm aiming at you, not like at a specific body part. And people get so I play airsoft forward and you shoot them in the head. They're just like, what are you doing? It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like it's the only bit I can see. Like I'm gonna fucking shoot it. But yeah. See the Americans used to have a thing called they say go for skin. Go for skin, <laughs> yeah. Go for skin, yeah. And they they meant it. So like whatever. If someone if you ran past someone and their neck was showing or whatever, you would shoot them in the skin. Because you knew that they'd react to it, and then they, then they can then if they spun on you or did something, that, that the ref would see it more clearly. So, uh, <laughs> so I think Payway has a different mentality on that. It's more That's... evil on the field, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, 
yeah, but exactly. in a good way. <laughs> no, it's it's good. Um, sort of just touching back on the the hyperball field. What sort of made you sort of build that field? Because one, I Miss love ben, it. You, no, um, <laughs> I think no, in all honesty, I think I think it was just I think having variety is really good, and um, high, I think hyperball is really iconic. But I think, I mean, I didn't get to play enough on hyperball as a kid. Because um, it was kind of there, but wasn't there. And I think hyperball fields are perceived as incredibly expensive. And so we had a couple So to be fair, Tom and Ginge deserve the credit for a lot of it. I was just the person that was just crazy enough to go, look, we're in the hyperball field. And they were like, oh, it's going to cost too much. I was like, I'm like, no. So, and then we've got to dig the pipes in the ground. I was like, I, I don't see why we ever dig the pipes in the ground. I don't see why we can't have it self-standing. Anyway, but then Tom... Tom came up with this design and, and um, we're quite lucky because we did, well, not lucky, it was a bit unlucky, the fire in the urban. Yeah. And we lost the barn. So then when the new barn was built, it was COVID as we we're coming out and no one was using the barn. So Tom had this massive workspace and he just, um, and we just bought him no tubing and he just came up with these ideas of self-standing barricades and it worked really well. And the good thing is, I think the other problem with hyperball is that when they're fixing the ground, you know what paintball yeah. is like? You just get ruts where people are sliding in. Well, the fact that we can move it, we put it away for the winter time. Then we, uh, so we grassed it in the winter, put it, it well, they put it away to be honest. Uh, and now it's gone back out for the uh, for the spring. I mean, it's just, I think it's just a, it just really work, it works really well. No, it's, it's mean, really good. Um, like I said. Just, the, the other thing I like about the field is that there's a lot of skill. Like the, a lot of the barricades are quite hard to play. So you can be on the 50 and it's quite easy to actually get shot out and not kill people. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of elements. And also I thought it was quite cool watching, when you watch it, some of the players you expect to be quite good don't adapt. Yeah. Not just the mounds and to, to, and to the um, hyperfield field. Because you've got to be more patient. You can't just gunfire everyone. You have to take your time a bit more. And also with, with mech as well, You've got to have your left hand is more of an issue because when it's electric, it's a piece of piss to shoot people, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that ambidextrous strength. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Matt Donaghan, my God, he had that kid when we were when we were sixteen. We played America, so we played uh, pro in America in the MPPL, and uh, it was like fixed, and and he was like sixteen at the time. And we'd go over there and they'd ask where he was, America, like a top American players and other European players. He wasn't there. He, uh, when he was 16, 17, he was just absolutely unbelievable. He was just so good left and right-handed. But, um, and that's that's the crazy thing. Like, for me, I've only been playing paintball five, six years, I think now, maybe. And I adapted really quickly to shooting with my left hand. I still see people now that can't shoot with their left hand, even with the electro assistance you know um but it's just crazy to think that that skill was so like back in the day that was like magic to a lot of people you um i think well to be honest i think yeah what it wasn't it wasn't i mean to be honest most i mean vast majority of top players and in 2003 to 2005 would shoot both hands and were good at it but i think the difference was though that um, it was um, you actually had to pull the trigger unless you're American and you have cheap boards 
But um, <laughs> uh, there's quite a lot of teams that cheap boards as it has went on. I mean, I mean, um, I remember watching the it was fame infamous his second team famous, and they 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 broke out and um, about four or five reloaded exactly at the same time, and three of them were standing straight still, and two of them flat out sprinting. And I was thinking, well, you're fully auto, aren't you? Um, so, um, <laughs> And, and yeah, and yeah, so a lot of teams had cheap boards, obviously, back then. And velocity ramping was a bit of a worry as well, because a few teams had velocity ramping. Wait, what's velocity ramping? Yeah, as in like this, as in like... Oh, oh yeah, well, there was there was definitely, there was probably about, there was, so in the, in, I, this, I, I believe this is true. The, the second part is true. Well, there was teams we suspected of, um, and when I was talking to Tommy Pemberton, we're joking about, I was joking about a team, who when you played, I always think you had about two, two and a half, two to three seconds to get to a breakout before you get shot. Unless you're playing, unless you're playing Team X, and he and he went and he paused, and he went. We say that as well, Nexus. When we say that when you're playing Team X, you get shot off the break a lot quicker. And um, and there was two, there was a couple of teams that had velocity rounds. So when you broke out, instead of being 300 feet per second, you were shooting at 350 feet per second oh. on the boards. And in, apparently in the NXL, it got really bad. So they had to have a gentleman's agreement because people were getting like properly messed up through arm pads and stuff on the brakes. Wow. So they had to Shit. go, look, let's, uh, let's uh, draw a line on this. Oh my God. But they, but they were like... That's such a good idea. So, so the basic, <laughs> when it, teams had breakout modes and so the base, basically a lot of team guns were full auto. Um, like uh, uncapped. So like maybe 27 balls a second. So as fast as the load of a feed, that's what they would shoot. Christ, God, yeah. that's the same. And there we are. When when I say I'm using my left hand, I'm doing like pop, 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 and they're like it's proper, like coming back at you, like a flat out. That's yeah, that's mad. crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. It was a great time as well because paintball um, had money at the time because um, there was so much product um, being sold and it was just big and and so teams had a lot of sponsorship. And you'd see, obviously, Dice you coming over. A lot of teams coming over to Europe all the time. So you'd play against American teams, you know, all, all the time. So, and also going to America is where you learn a lot pretty quick. Yeah. No, it's, it's um, obviously, I wasn't around back then, sort of, as people say, the golden era of... of... I, were you, when you when you said 2003, that was the year that I started secondary school. Um, <laughs> so I was 11. Um and I had no idea what paintball was at that point. Um, but I don't know, like what, again, like I said, I'll ask you this. What do you think is missing a lot nowadays? What from paintball? Yeah. Well, apart from just the yeah. sort of the actual I player think, base. <laughs> I think, I don't mean that like that. I think it comes down to, um, there is not enough people, playing paintball regularly i mean i think if, if you say there was 200 sites back yeah. in 2003 maybe maybe more than that i think there might be 200 sites in the uk psf i'm not 100 sure and that's probably half the amount of venues in the uk so there was a lot more people going out and playing paintball paintball's got a lot more competition now as well so it's i think um it went through a period i mean where it was just i mean 2007 2008 there were periods where it was so busy um and yet so many people are playing regularly on sites. And I think there's less sites now. And then there's less just general customers coming through the door. Um, 
to me, you can remember, there's, there's so many more things for people to do. Escape rooms, yeah. uh, trampoline parks, so many of them. Um, so, so I think it's just more competitive for, for people. And also, you tend to find COVID, people came out of lockdown, they looked for something to do, they had money in their pockets because they hadn't been going anywhere. So painful went massive again. And then obviously everyone went on holiday and then it died down a bit. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm sure I had this conversation with my dad earlier about this actually. And he was saying it'll come back at some point. But I think people have changed a lot as well. I think people aren't as tough as they used to be. I mean, people yeah. in the eighties just played with a pair of goggles. I mean, yeah, now, I, I remember seeing this. Yeah. Different era. <laughs> We went to, uh, I always remember, I went to Soster's and it was uh, Billy Saransky was, and he was, and we we're playing, um, Soster was trying to demo this Formula 5 thing. So we, we turned up and had a game and Billy Saransky was just wearing a pair of just JTs, no no face plate, no ear plate. And he was running around on the field. I was thinking, man, I'm nuts. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Um, we're talking about sort of customer base. You, I believe, talking going back to talking to Alan, you do have a paintball pathway, don't you, for your site? Great question, that is. You ask. Um, well, <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, there is a piece of paper somewhere that's showing you how you. Can <laughs> well, I think it, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to is well, the trick is how we can convert more people from playing on site and trying paintball to. Um, to playing regularly on walk-ons and then from walk-ons people will progress through because people talk people meet people people will find a pathway and eventually as i say they will go up to um tournament paint or some level uh, and progress up so i mean yeah i mean there is there, it changed a lovely diagram i'm sure there's a powerpoint presentation uh but the, yeah it's quite simply is i think if we can get more people just playing paintball regularly um, at a, a, a grassroots level, I think you, you'll find that there, people will naturally come through. That's, but, that's good for, for a site for yourself um, to have that sort of in place, really, because I feel a lot of sites don't do that, especially when I, when I started yeah. playing like a couple of years ago. There was no sort of, this is, you know, you don't have to do this, but if you want to play a little bit more often, this is the way that you should do it, or this is where you well, can go. Well, don't know it exists. Like, I, yeah, I think that's, the only way I got into tournament paper was, like, end up just bumping into these people by pure chance. And if it was able to have, like, a structure to it, then I guess if, you, like, people do want to do it, it's just easy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. How do you, I think that comes back to, one, we need to do more on, uh, we need to have better presence social media-wise. But also, I think also, if we had, uh, we need TV screens up really here, showing people that there's different types of playing from MagFed, uh, Walk-Ons, Classic, CVBS. I think we need to demonstrate there there are options and you can become, uh, you can you can do it as a hobby. Because let's be honest, I mean, not everyone likes football or rugby, and everyone needs a hobby. And go karting so expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we expensive, expensive. I'm like, seriously, have you, uh, <laughs> I'm like, drinking's expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, it's expensive for where you are. I mean, it's expensive for where I am as well, but yeah. Yeah, the further north well, you yeah. go, drinking becomes cheaper. I think also, I think people have a perception of they go to some places that play paintball who get you in cheap 
and they charge a lot of money for paintballs and people have a perception that it's expensive maybe that but that the paintball isn't actually that expensive when you know if you play walk on days yeah i think this is um this is what people sort of don't sort of think about is that walk on days are cheaper than your normal mm. average punt a day um your average punt a day is for you to come in and and try it out isn't it really yeah i guess it's an experience um, really yeah, I think we've also got to see that that when you come in, as a um, you coming in and, and you're not buying paintballs as such a buying experience. Yeah. Um, and I think that we've got to see ourselves more like theme park than um, than than a paintball venue. I mean, no, I, that's what we're talking about today is the amount of paintball sites we used to go to and play at, where you it was literally this time of year it was knee deep the mud. You step as you walk down the pathway, it literally was knee. You go knee deep, and um, I think. <laughs> And the toilets as well, my God, they're horrendous. That's you, you actually one thing I will say about your site. You have good toilets and you have showers. Yes, they, I think that, yeah, that's, um, I think good toilets. I mean, to us, there are, yeah, I mean, um, there are, uh, toilets are really important. And I think sometimes some of these things aren't as, um, they are, they were meaning, yeah, yeah, I mean, when you're worried about going to the toilet for a day, that's a bad sign. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but finally, Shelly Farmer said that the other day about toilets. And I was like, and I've never contemplated how serious, especially for girls, how important it is to have um, a, a decent toilet. She thinks the one reason holding pain back uh, for females was the quality of toilets at venues. And um, I mean, that's I, something I've never ever considered. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Alex and Lydia from the Lionesses brought this up, actually, yeah. um, when we had them on the show. They said that what they would like to see is a change in facility for uh, at cbps because that's where they usually play but have a private changing facility instead of like just getting changed at your car and everyone can see you and i mean like most no, of them, Fair. you know um it, it must be a bit uncomfortable for for blokes i think um it's, it's just a just male privilege of, isn't it yeah yeah you just we anywhere just, like, just go in the grass like, it's not the same um Obviously, yeah <laughs> so, i think we forget that <laughs> yeah we take it for granted i think um that yeah. you know there's females out there that feel uncomfortable and i think it is yeah. kind of a barrier really and there's more women playing paintball than there's ever been in this country i mean i mean it's a phenomenal amount of female players these days yeah yeah definitely to, and, and like like I, said, I mean we count them you probably count them on one hand i mean not long not too long ago and now it's um i mean there's quite there's quite there's a lot obviously i'm not saying there's enough but um but, you know, this is quite, it's pretty cool to see so many women playing. I think it's one of the fastest growing sides of paintball, really, mm. um, in the in the past sort of two years. I, I, I'd imagine Lydia's got the st- stats of it all, but um, I'm pretty sure it's one of the fastest side, uh, growing sides of paintball. No, it would be really cool if we could if we could see more. Yeah, because, definitely. Uh, um, you sort of touched on it earlier, but what's, what's Fight Club? Fight Club. So basically, sometimes Fight Club. It, it is, sounds very violent, but it's. I know oh, it's, it's not. Yeah, well, it's painful. Okay. So basically, <laughs> it's um, it's five point five or 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 um or mech, and it's on hyperball field. It's meant to be ten versus ten, and it's turned up. So for example, just say for example, Tigers versus Russia turn up. We'll play them, but also we want to mix teams up, and the idea is getting more people playing paintball, so ones and twos can turn up, and we'll put them into teams, and a lot of the time whoever's on the field at the time, which play against whoever's on the field at the time. And we just play loads of games during the day. So it's just like game after game after game. So you basically just turn up and just play paintball. Um, and then that 
the four five that's version one and the other one's the four five five club. Yeah. The reason it's four five five is the idea was it was divide four five five by seven and that's the entrance fee including a box of paint. So we're trying to make I think it's sixty five quid. Uh, so we're trying to make paintball affordable. Um, so, but the idea of the four five five is you're allowed it's a seven man, but if you have th- new players, they don't count as players. So you can have up to ten players. Seven. Oh, right, okay. So the idea is um, that it's encouraged. So, for example, if you brought you that seven man team, you could bring three mates down from the pub or Henry um, <laughs> and add mom. And and they wouldn't count as players. So the point. So you're not a, you're not a hindrance for having um, extra pl- uh, new players. You're actually at an advantage. That's cool. I like that's that. So that's so cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. So we haven't actually set a date. I don't think this year for a four five five. We've only done one. But it was it was good. We had a lot of new players uh, joining in, and and also it gives you see, like for example, you can put new players with a more established team, and there's no winner or loser. We don't we don't actually count the scores. So it's like scrimmaging and just playing games. And again, as the day goes on, by two o'clock, you find you just end up with whoever's left who wants to carry on playing because you've played so much paintball. And I think that's one of the other things, just play play loads of games, have fun and not not take it too seriously. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It it is a fun hobby and that's what it should be. You know, if if you don't come away without a smile, then are you really the person to play paintball, really? Also, the other thing I'll say over years, when well, so years and years ago, we had um, we had a couple of days where we had, we had like some training where we teams were mixed, and we were like playing with shockwave players and rushers and just different just different teams, and it was just and and it was it was good experience to a play with other players, but see where you were when you actually played alongside or against mixed teams, and I think I think you learn a lot. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, that's. Well, it's one way to meet people as well, isn't it? Let's... Yeah. Oh, yes, that's true. When you when you mix when you play together, then you tend to, um, yeah, you tend to break down a lot of barriers as well. I don't know about you, but I had a lot of rivalries in in, in paintball. <laughs> I think I'm too. Were nice you a bit of a rival. bad boy, Roddy? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be as a bad boy. I would say that. I would say I was a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't believe that anyway. It's, it's not what no, I was a bad boy. I can tell you, I can name the bad boys on the team. <laughs> we were, I think that we were too nice, but we weren't nice when we played, but we weren't like arse. Uh, I reckon, I reckon Alan was, was the, was the bad boy. No way. Alan, Alan was good. Definitely not. I'll, I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the bad boy. The bad, the bad boy was Dickinson. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, no. I, I, so we, man, so we played when we play high uh, expo. We, uh, so he got the point because he was the youngest and he was in the middle. We kept get we kept getting sin binned for like bullshit stuff like and executing someone or anything like that. Anyway, anyway, so um, <laughs> you know it's bad when you get banned from a game, and and you and afterwards there's no doubt in a lot of people's minds that the refs weren't out of order. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, you know, that when you're like hangry, you're like, why, why do they do that? And then like, uh, <clears throat> uh, um, yeah, so we, man, we say that we kept getting penalties. And so, um, so every time we'd line up, start the start gate. We, so what happened, the sin bin was awesome. So you know, playing a sin bin with a time. Oh, I really want to play. Yeah. Field, and poor little Matt, we just in the end, he was like, "Just look at us and just get in the sin bin." <laughs> but yeah, but it's good times. I think the, the original expat ball was such a great format. Big <laughs> I think it just looks so fun to play. 
Some of the pictures you see of it, it's golden era. It was good. For sure. I mean, and the other thing was uh, Huntington Beach. I mean, when we were, we were playing, it was Tigers versus Arsenal at the time, Marcus Nilsson's team. And um, and I, the Tiger, came on the uh, on the tannoy and there was like, a huge crowd just booing the shit out of us. <laughs> it was great. I love that. Like, not sort of, uh, sort of, Put off by the booing, you're just like, yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. It would no, it's just, it was just there. It's just one of those things. It's just like you gotta just take it over you. <laughs> and then, um, then we beat them as well, so it was even even better. <laughs> I mean, they were like, I mean, that was just that was a bit of a rock star team. You had like celebrities. They had so much. People were just throwing money at teams as well. So a lot of players were paid for a period. It's nuts. That's crazy. We need to find some like multi. Billionaires, billionaires sort of people yeah. I'll, I'll send a few emails out to um well the russian the, uh, Sergei, i think i think he might be a little bit uh, i don't know how he's doing these <laughs> days <laughs> yeah we, we don't mention him um but yeah I'll, I'll send a few emails out to i'm sure my mate elon musk has sort of put a bit, put a bit of money into it yeah your mate actually Luke, what you should have done i saw a video that people that have wed uh, when they have weddings they send loads of like letters to billionaires to like send them an invite and then because they're so rich mm-hmm. their pas just send them like free gifts so what? I missed out on this trick. Yeah. So next time you have a wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I, right. Hang on, Charlotte. We're getting divorced. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you just get married to Henry and then, yeah. um, and then they then have to send the gifts. Make this podcast me. official. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fine. If you get me a ring, I'll be happy. You know, get down on one knee. I've done it before. Oh, Henry's a good husband. He'd make a good husband or wife. Oh, I don't know. Right, yeah. He's, is he clean? I'd, I'd wear the trousers. Am I clean? No. Exactly. He He's has trained. He Am I annoying? Yes. Yeah. It's student life, you know. <laughs> that, that's, not, that's not your student digs, is it, Henry? No, no, no. This is, my, this is my actual digs. <laughs> He's uh, he started to learn what adult life is like. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> um, talking about sort of... Um, sort of the mini sort of series is that you have uh mayhem like fight club and the i, f- I forgot the number five five this really rolls off the tongue when you say it a few times yeah um last mayhem tigers did a little three-man series is that going to make a return possibly um to be honest i need to talk to craig and just check i mean um the three-man possibly possibly we'll see craig's got a proper job now so um We'll no, he doesn't. No, he, he says he's got a proper job. He still hasn't got a proper job. He's still at home. <laughs> he's still so, barking. When, he, when he stops barking orders in the chat, that's when he's got a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. Uh, I'm sure he's busy, but it would be quite cool because um, I know it was quite successful last year, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was. I mean, I think also it'd be interesting to do it from last year to this year because um, last year um, it was the first time we'd done it. So I think they, 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 I think they might have overestimated how long things would take. So I think if they did it this year, they would probably have a lot more teams um, yeah. because they had capacity. And also, teams forgot to mention they were doing it to Craig. I think was the other thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think I think it was hard. I mean, look, people are quite last minute on announcing that they're. Um, but Adam Parkman probably get about seven or eight teams together. I think he seems to have a million players. But yeah, he's he has got a lot of a lot of players. Um, I shout think out to SAS. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't. Um, I think it'd be really cool to see a morning and afternoon session, and then yeah. maybe a final final at a certain time. That would be quite cool. So I think I think the games are pretty quick. So yeah, um, it went very like it started late and ended early. So um, yeah, that's the yeah, problem. Like a, a big it? final would be cool. It's getting people out the door playing, and then after that, you're all right. Yeah, but I think it's really hard when you run an event like because you don't know the timings and stuff. You just don't have the long people take. So, well, yes. so it's very stressful until you actually get going. The first four, five, five, we missed up at nine o'clock and no one was ready till 10. And then nice. like, you were literally begging people to get to the field. And then after that, um, it was just like nonstop. But, um, but yeah, it's it what it is. <laughs> I, think, I think that's because they were more, uh, they weren't quite tournament players, a lot of them. Yes, there's, there's no sort of sense of team. urgency. Yes, they didn't realise that if we don't make it at nine o'clock, we forfeit the game. No, that's, that's good. Um, that's quite cool. Do you um, sort of try to on your on your the days when you run just your your normal customer base? If you have a walk on on the same day, do you ever sort of try to mix or not? No, uh, we don't. We we don't mix. Um, they're, they're two separate entities. Yeah. Otherwise, um, people just get shot a lot, and it's not fair on people. So I mean, if people bring a friend along, so if, for example, if you were to bring a friend to a walk-on would lend you an EMEC with electric loader, um, which isn't quite the same level, but it's 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 getting there. Um, but yeah, we wouldn't mix them. I think I think you're just gonna you want people to have good experience, and I think um, I think it's too too much. The other thing about walk-ons and people can hide the back a little bit more and find their own pace um, yeah. to a point. I think sometimes it's better when you have a slightly bigger walk-on as well like 30 players because I think it's easy to bounce teams and um, you know there's less um, they, they, you know you, you can get away with more but um, when I say when it's smaller like 20s or 15s it is trickier no, it's, it's just a, a sort of an interesting insight because I know some, some yeah, yeah I was going to say some sites do mix their sort of normal punter days with the walk-ons um and I just don't really know the results of what they get out of it, whether they get returning customer base or, or not. So. I don't know either. I, I think also, it's, I think the problem is it's hard to run a walk-on. It's hard to get the players and build it up. So I think that that could be part of the reason why uh, players are, you know, why sites, why sites do that. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Henry, anything else from yourself? Because I've... Wait a minute. Hey, I'm actually going to go in a second. Sorry, yeah, I was just, I was just gonna sort of because I've covered everything sort of that I was rolling off. Uh, Henry, anything from oh, yourself? Do you know your supper dates off the top of your tongue? Next to a 22nd and 23rd of April. The there next question go. is: Are they open? Um, they are. That is a good question. Definitely, anyone that can come down, come down. I think they will be uh, open, so you will be able to come along ones and twos as well. I need to check that. Uh, double check that because I wasn't actually organising that, uh, but that would be the plan. But there are days, there are, the field is yeah, open. Yeah, 22nd and 23rd, there is actually on our website, I think there is, Ross did a little... Um, a little um, graphic, a little, I'm guessing. Yeah, he did a little graphic, he loves graphic, and he did a graphic oh, yeah. of, of all the dates on there, which he did print out and put on my desk in multiple places. Oh. We've moved. <laughs> but yeah, twenty second and twenty third of April are the next walk on. So we've got Fight Club this weekend, Sunday. Following Sunday, we've got a uh, walk on. Then the twenty second and twenty third of April, we have got um, open supper. 
Uh, and it will be the current CPPS layout as well. So you can get a good 4,000 fill, maybe four and a half on a good day. That's yeah, cool. that's, more, that's more than most sites, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> we got four compressors, we got a little bit crazy because Trev uh, from HPAC gave up uh, paintball. So I think I think um, I think most of his stuff's now at CPPS, but um, um, he yeah. So we had to we didn't know how, he wouldn't tell us how much air we actually needed, so we had to just uh, guess. <laughs> <laughs> a bit stressful when you're running a big event, though. Yeah, no, fair enough, fair enough. Um, anything else from yourself then, Ronnie? Uh, not really. I mean, I'm obviously big game, 25th to um, 27th of August, and um, you know just. Nothing really. I think just have fun playing paintball. I think that's the, that's the key. Wholesome. I like it. I go to Mayhem. Yeah, go what? to Mayhem. Have a laugh. Uh, meet the community. We're all sort of welcoming. Um, some and I think that's the thing. I think that's the other thing about the big game is it's a social event with paintball. So you play paintball when you want to play paintball. You drink when you want to drink. Obviously, you don't combine two. But um, but. And, and that's kind of what I would like from a paintball event. If I was to play, I just want to play paintball. I want to play paintball. I don't want to turn up and there's nothing to do. So I would yeah. turn up a bit late. Um, so, you know, the games go to relatively late on the Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday, obviously, is, is the big game. And there's a lot going on. There's Magfed. There's Hyperball. There's um, Supper. Um, and then, you know, we pretty much cater for every type of paintball. No, it's, it's a wicked event. I can't, you know, praise it enough. Um, you're doing a fantastic job, you and the team down there. Um, Ginge scares me when he refs. Um, yeah, he's a little bit, he's a bit angry, isn't just, he? He's just an animal. Um, he, he's, he's, he's had the beard, he got angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a nice guy, he's a nice guy. Um, when but he yeah. Him off. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you haven't been to Mayhem, if you're listening and you haven't been to Mayhem, get yourself down to Mayhem this year. Mayhem big game. I know tickets are on sale now, aren't they? Yeah, they're only um, it's 110 with a box of paint. It's 150. It's about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's, a box um, of paint, you've got to say a box of paint's like 30, 35 quid. Yeah. So, I mean, and I mean, about 25 you... quid a day. So I mean, and that's camping included, um, yep. plus showers. And they're, 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 there's no real apart from paint, alcohol, and food. You know, that's um, you know, extra. <laughs> that that yeah. is it's pretty cheap weekend, really. No, it's it's good. It's good weekend. I don't. I wouldn't even care if it was more money than that i would still be there it's really hard to know the price point because you don't want to rip people off and you gotta and you gotta we try and keep our tickets down as cheap as possible because um you know you want encouraged growth in paintball but it, it is hard to know actually what is value for money um yeah. really isn't it in this day and age well i think you've hit the nail on the head with it really um i think it, it, think you just hit the nail on the head with it and also the other thing is like yeah i mean i think also yeah i mean it's i mean all the other trade most of the traders are down there as well justin yep. dz and super fives don't know if there's any others but, <laughs> don't know look oh, at facebook we're... for details yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> accurate details <laughs> I know. But, um no well i mean i think we've hit everything that we improvised um there was no structure so um thank you for coming on um well, thanks for having me it's, it's been a pleasure and um i'm sure i will see you soon i'm gonna try and get to 
maybe the open training day, uh, open supper, or I will try. That's something we do need to plug a bit actually, because um, I think because um, there is a lack of um, of of places to train. Yeah, definitely. Well, if you're in the local, well, not even really in the local area. I mean, I'm two two and a bit hours from you. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll travel there. Um, I mean, if you speak to um, Jack of the Tigers, I mean, I, I believe they're doing Saturday Sunday, but I mean, it might be. I don't know. It's worth staying overnight on getting two days. I don't know. It's uh, but, um, no, definitely. Well, I'll Henry. try to be there, and then the walk on, then not the next walk on. Because yeah, I think that might be a bit too much, you Luke. <laughs> no, no, I'm I was actually. Gonna, I was. <laughs> you should see my schedule at the moment, mate. I'm surprised she hasn't divorced me yet. Um, <laughs> I might try and bring a friend. I'm going to try and and try and get a friend to come and play. Yeah, I think that's really cool. If we could all bring a friend or two to play paintball, I think we would. I mean, you know, we'd double paintball overnight if we, yeah. if we got, all got a friend to play paintball. No, it's good. I mean, Henry's got no friends, but thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but um... everyone loves Henry. He's like a he's like a puppy. Yeah, I've got a couple of friends. I dabble in friends. Uh... <laughs> bring Jim. Yeah, bring Jim, Jim yeah. Get a cool up. Yeah, lovely Jim. I like him. Um. Well, you said that you needed to shoot off because home life is calling, I guess. Easy, I'm afraid. But um, thank you very much. No, well, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure and you're always welcome to come back on. So well, thanks a lot. Um, we will see you very soon. So it's a, a bye from me. Yeah, thanks, Roddy. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy. Have a good one. <laughs>